people i know are always like oh my cat just like fucked a thing up and brought it to me and it popped in my head it was like when i was a kid like the cats had bells on them and that like stopped them from like killing small animals but now i feel like the people that own cats um of course i mean girls yo it's jack hey howdy welcome there you are not much, and you? How's it going? Dylan, this is the craziest life. <laughs> oh my god! It's about the same. My, I've, I've got a light doing about the same shit in the corner. Um, I am uh, in a dark yeah. room, a dark void that you're not allowed Finish. to see. So, uh, yeah, Bob is known as Matt in most cultures. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and, uh, God. I forgot we're... that like the people that are joining don't know me and that I shouldn't put like a confusing This whole podcast is to introduce Matt to the world. People That's thought sick. Hi Matt. Yeah. What um what uh what is what is your account or what or is there something I should know? Probably not. <laughs> is it, uh, like, <laughs> not particularly. Do I sound okay He's... because I have the fan on right next to me? Um sound but... a little muffled. So the fan I don't hear the fan. I hear an echo, but I can fix that. I've okay. learned to like not... turn on the echo cancellation. That could be good. You may have to leave to do it, but let's give it a whirl. Oh, it cannot be turned on while recording. Uh... So just all you got to do is hit leave and then hop back in and then click the yeah. echo cancel. So yeah, with the cats. So that was like... Jack Ricker. Um... Yeah, that Jack Ricker. Everyone, back to my yeah. theory. So everyone I know that owns cats here in Montreal is a woman. Um, I, I know that that's a lie, but it's just fun to say. But I think that they don't put the bells on the cats because they're like, no, it's my snuffykins. What if a predator finds them? Um, so oh. I think they don't put the bells on the cats, and that's they get massacred. All right, you're back. I finished my cat theory. Uh, now there's no echo. <laughs> yeah, I was going for a 12 seconds. I think it's just no, beautiful no, that he has like bell <laughs> noises when he's running around. No, it's like he's like a fairy or something. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about cat bells. Um, yeah. Do you have any cats, Jack? I don't. I don't have any pets in the city. It's just uh, my apartment's really small, but I grew up with two cats and. Yeah, I'm definitely a cat person more than a dog's. I was really scared of Were dogs. Were you ever attacked? Up, so, no, but I just like lived next to this really like big, scary dog. It, it was like really harmless, but I was just small yeah, and it was big. I understand. But I love dogs now. I just like can't really do pets um, right now in terms of like. That's fair. Mo- just moving around or like 
not like not like moving around, but just like, oh, I need to like leave for like Yeah, yeah. And then you right have now. to find a sitter but, and dogs are Yeah, maybe that maybe that's all cope. No, maybe no, I think cope, I think you're right. You're like Cause like a cat is fine. You can just you can put a brick of ice on the ground <laughs> and a pile of food, and, and then the ice melts <laughs> and look like a murder mystery. <laughs> but a dog needs like affection, whereas cats are like reptilian. They don't care about anyone except themselves. Yeah, that's true. But if you don't. If cats doesn't get social interaction though, they they, do, they yeah. go a little nuts. And then they're like, they not going to be around. The zoomies. So they, need to, like, they do get the zoomies. zoomies. They do. They go fucking nuts. They bounce off the walls. Yeah. They fucking try to open cupboards and just knock shit over for fun. Do you do you, do either of you two think that you were affected by the um that the uh, like the it's like a disease? <laughs> <laughs> no, like oh, the, toxoplasmosis. The, the whole thing with um. He's talking yeah, about yeah, exactly. kits, the, uh, the virus. Yeah. I thought it just killed you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes you drawn towards cats. Oh, absolutely. It makes you addicted to cats. Well, yeah. Matt lives with like hundreds of yeah, cats. Yeah, six at home. <laughs> oh, shit. They're all angels. They're on, yeah. One is guest guest hosting now. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> That's actually Matt just meowing. That's big. But did your cats have bells growing up, Jack? To like... No, no, no way! No, no, no! They no, could I kill whatever they, they could kill indiscriminately, <laughs> like a little fairy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there would be like, like my cat would come home beat up because there was like cat. So he couldn't have bells like, for his own safety. Like, Where are you going, Jingle Boy? <laughs> no, there was like there was like street fight. Like all the neighborhood yeah, cats yeah. just get together and have a street fight in this one backyard. And we like hear them fighting, yeah. just like for sport, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was just, they like, just have it. fun. So he, yeah, he, he can be uh, George. There's a uh, George oh, Herman Ruth Richter, but a beautiful cat. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was sad when. Uh, what was the other yeah. cat's name? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, the other cat was like a neighbor's cat, but would like right. come and hang out with us. A so. troubled household, so he was around. over a lot. <laughs> Yeah, like they were more dog people and we were more cat people, so kind of like like just everything like bounces out. Like uh what up? nature. But yeah, Not so what's much. up? Uh, what um, city are you coming to us from? Like, <laughs> Sorry to just steamroll over you there. Yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, I'm in uh Boston oh, yeah. or like Alston. Alston, Massachusetts. But I guess that's a part of Boston. So one of the Boston. suburbs. Oh, no, okay. it's like part of the city. It's like more it's like a like in terms of like city city areas, it kind of feels more like uh like Brooklyn or something like that where it's like but it's like it's like very small and very right. dense. Yeah. Cuz I saw you yeah. you were sharing the cool there's cool New York shows tonight, which we can still shout out even though they'll have happened in the past now. But I was like <laughs> Yeah, check out this show from last week. <laughs> um there's there's cool new york shows coming up yeah no i just have i uh yeah i just like really love events and like shows and getting to the gig i'm like obsessed <laughs> with getting the gig so i just always like throw it up and then people might go and see it yeah um but yeah sometimes yeah. like like sometimes it's like oh here's events in five different <laughs> yeah, cities yeah, yeah. it's like wait yeah. where where is where is jack yeah, is that's the, the fun thing? but uh yeah no yeah I'm, the I'm fun of being in 
internet person is you can support all your friends in the various regions because you're do you live near yeah friend and guest of the pod uh harrison lormax goblin pilled or he's a different part of boston or he's (laughs) yeah yeah uh harrison bridge yeah they live real um real real close like 10 minute drive they they actually do live in one of the suburbs i guess but it's like right over the city line and it kind of changes a bit um belmont um but yeah no it's cool up here i mean everyone like loves to hate on on boston is like seems to be like a, a weird like east coast uh vibe but if you get outside of that people are like oh that's like a cool city like they're probably bullshit. I'm like yeah 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 you're like from like new zealand or something you're like oh yeah that's like a rated rated city you well, know? because like, of uh yeah because of southie i always relate uh boston to new zealand with the crazy voices but we've we've had um multiple because we, we had patrick on and uh he had a lot of fun boston stories there's like this viral clip of like a bar where like some guy walks by in a mask and they chase him and they're like, Oh, you wearing a diaper on your face. And he's like, yeah, that's the, that was our bar that we used to hang out at. That's where about list was born. And, uh, it just sounds like a crazy city. I really like seafood too. So does. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. There's like always some crazy shit. Do you like Boston? Or are you like, I got to get to New York or do you feel like you want to put, no, so like I'm from New mm. Jersey, so like I kind of grew. I didn't like grow up in New York, but I grew up going to New York, so I kind of know what the city is, and like know how to. Like I don't know, I don't feel the need to like, oh my god, I'm wasting my my chance to be in New York. It's like oh, I can just go visit and then come back. Um, but no, I mean I love New York. Like New York is just like, so uh, yeah, just like a powerful it's just like a powerful thing it's like a fucking mega city you know it's like completely different kind of experience than like not being mm-hmm. in a mega city and the epicenter of pod of low tier <laughs> podcast listeners so we love our new yorkers they're number one on the uh the data list yeah for the betaverse the dataverse betaverse Every yeah time it's, I it's check, low, it says like it's na low. for the city like, oh not true. that's the cia yeah that's yeah. what i'm thinking but sorry, Jack, you were saying. Yeah, wait. So wait, wait. So are you, you guys in? Uh, are you, are no, you both no, in New York? No, no. I wish. Uh, <laughs> I'm in Montreal. Oh. I'm in seventies uh, New oh, York. Oh, sick. But French, and and uh, well, different. <laughs> no, but Montreal is Montreal is like the New York of Canada. You know, like it's it, it well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that. I mean that's a cool city. Like, I um, I need, I need to get up there. It's like drop by anytime. Like, I can just drive. I could just drive from Boston. It's like, I got a couch doable. if you wanna. Yeah, if you wanna tour it. But um, <clears throat> sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, I did couch surfing one time in um, because like I went to, I went to Mass Art, uh, Boston, like animation program, and we went, we would go on these trips every year to the Ottawa animation film festival in ottawa as the name would <laughs> we would hope yeah. that you and um yeah one year i did i did couch surfing so i'd have to pay for a hotel and it was um yeah it was crazy like i stayed on this this dude's uh couch and he was like yeah i'm like the 
parliamentary and uh, like oh whip. really was it for the conservatives or the <laughs> yeah, <it was> like... <laughs> um i forget but it was yeah, like probably yeah. probably wearing liberals. like a linen shirt had dreadlocks but it was um yeah it was it was it was wild like the first night is like yeah you you really should like come to this dinner with all the other couch surfing <laughs> like like people in the community i was like yeah i mean i guess no, no no you you really should come i was like oh okay when <laughs> it was like yeah. so wild it was like crazy internet de-virtualization shit in uh 20 like what was this 2000 Ooh, the cutting edge but yeah, you could you could surf my couch analog, yeah. like no apps needed unless like you wanted, so they could track. Right. Should you disappear? It should be like an Airbnb, but for couches. There is couch surfing. Yeah, I mean there Jack, are. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of like couch, damn, couches on so Airbnb. Like room and it's like but now uh, now Airbnb Air Airbnb is tanking, is what I hear. It's about to go. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it's never a sustainable business model. I do feel like, because like Couchsurfing was around for a while, and then Airbnb just like right. took over everything, and it was like that was like I mean, I mean that was what I was thought about like Uber and Airbnb was like it's not it's like Uber is not replacing taxi as much as it's like replacing asking your friend for a mm-hmm. ride somewhere. Monetizing you know, it's like those kinds of like micro goodwill. Yeah, just like oh, we can like yeah like microtransaction but that was all like that, that was all like uh well internet calls this a zerk zerk culture like zero interest rate um culture that was like funded for like 10 years by these by like the, the vcs and now like they have to like turn a profit it's like oh yeah you can't like turn yeah. a profit like to have a hotel and when it was <laughs> it was like disrupt the big quote-unquote big taxi like ahmed or what or whomstever like which was really actually a quite small and profitable thing for recent immigrants and whatnot, usually with like degrees, like surgeon degrees and things like that are driving cab. And those are the people like affected Airbnb. Ironically, it's just rents of, you know, the hardworking lumpen proletariat, AKA grad student who is like looking for rent or places to rent now rents way higher because people have airbnb mills so it was like capitalistically oriented but yeah i mean that was the funny argument that they the you know airbnb like you know astroturf stuff in the discourse and the, and it was like oh we're actually keeping people in their homes that are like 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 everyone's getting like gentrified and pushed out but it's like oh because the people with, like the two family home, they can like do a have a hotel in the bottom floor, then they can like right. stay in the neighborhood. It's like that was that was the dream, and even before that, like at the early stages, there's the uh, Brad Trammell and Josh Citronella um, describing like staying at each yes. other's apartments as they rented it out. So it funded the arts for a moment, and then yeah. Yeah, that I mean, I mean, that was one of my favorite UV production house pieces. Was the one where it was like, it was like, you know, it was all like dropship stuff. So it was like all like items from from Amazon. It would be like yeah. a tarp, or it was like a tent that you basically would like hang out your window yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. rent out your apartment while you like slept on the fire. Assembled the uh, blueprints. Yeah, <laughs> my friend Lev still has the freezer dried taco 
with the padlock through it, which is uh, oh, it shit. looks it looks fucking Damn. gnarly now. But um, we can talk about Damn. you've been recently collaborating with uh, Brad on uh, his videos. But let's get let's get oh, a yeah, more yeah. broad intro because you're we've talked about having you on for a long time a lot of people have expressed interest and uh you are jack ritger international person of mystery and uh i'm when asked to describe you i say like well they're like a journalist uh journalist video artist knows everybody particularly i put you with like Lore Max, Tommy Faison, these kind of artists, and then the the so there's like that Boston crew. But if you could just sum up for the kids at home who you are and what you're about, yeah, 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 totally. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you so much. That's a really, really nice interest. That's really cool that people are like interested in stuff I'm doing. I'm always like really like uh, amazing that like people are actually like reading and um. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm. Isn't really cool. So yeah, my name's Jack Richter, as you, as you, um, declared. Uh, <laughs> um, it's 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 also fun doing this because I know that like you, you're, like you guys are not going to go back and like no, edit, no. like make no, it Lord, no. it's like, <laughs> just any, so, like, just any bad words where you're like, guys, I'm going to get fired if this if this part comes out. So we'll fix that. Oh yeah, no try. NDA, no no NDA. Um. Yeah, no. So I've I've just been describing myself as a as an artist and theorist. Uh, my art practice is 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 mainly in video and and but I but I, I really just do like all different kinds of art. Um, and it usually takes the form of, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. I I like <laughs> take your time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'll have like animation like um went to animation school and i was kind of the uh i like picked the major because i was like oh th this seems like the hardest major of like if you're trying to like do art this would probably be the most difficult so i should do that one i've always been like drawn to challenges and trying to do stuff that's like new um and then so like in school i just did all different kinds of uh, experimental animation and kind of i grew up um like my parents were artists and so i kind of like have just like always thought of myself as an artist and have like always been doing art projects and just like thinking about stuff conceptually um and so that has, has just kind of been like the through line um after school i um just like needed to pay back a bunch of loans and so I went really hard into the advertising world, um, trying to do like freelance stuff, you know, like a lot of like really, you know, kind of like shitty freelance jobs for like not a lot of money and like some like cooler ones. And then um, that I was able to eventually snowball that into a um, job at like a uh, commercial um, consumer brand doing uh, video editing. So that's kind of like what I do now. And then I, I'm, I'm able to do a uh, art thing on the side. Or like maybe the freelance stuff is on the side and the art thing is the primary thing. Um, but that kind of allows me to uh just like focus on art in like a non commercial way, if that makes sense. So I'm like not I don't really do commercial gallery shows. I mean there's not really a market for my work. Um, although people do like 
to uh do like the talk like i've been doing a lot of talks and maybe that's like my art practice now it's like doing uh, uh lectures with slides oh, and things yeah. like that yeah because you were in berlin recently um was that for aforementioned talks or that was checking out um yeah so that was like um so yeah the uh the uh, thing in berlin is i i also um have been um doing like uh artist assistant and like production artist uh uh work for this artist uh, uh loretta farenhold um and uh yeah she's been kind of like a mentor to me and my uh my my partner uh kate howell we kind of uh kate and i got together in school and been like kind of uh working together collaborating for like 10 years now and have done like a ton of like music videos under a uh kind of directing label uh uh team which is me and her and whoever else we work on um called trillium p-r-l-l-m um and and so we did a bunch of music videos and then we would always try to make them like you know they're for like tiny like indie bands like our friends like like music groups like really love and then we, we would always try to make it really uh fine art kind of over the top with like lots of like stop motion effects and like way more intense than like you would you know imagine for music videos like at this year where people are doing stuff for, like 200 bucks or something um and so then um we would submit them to film festivals and we got into ann arbor film festival and that's where we met loretta um Fahrenholtz, who was um premiering 2am which is this really cool uh like really crazy kind of um underground film that kind of yeah it was crazy like like this screening like completely i don't know what happened but my brain was like rewired or something this film was like so crazy but um but yeah we met her at the festival and we just have been collaborating with her in the um so that was in 2019 so then for the for the past couple of years we've been doing production art and kind of um you know doing like post-production on the videos and then um you know like and and uh, animation and then um some uh some uh, ai work which is uh the new stuff um that i was helping out with just doing uh this kind of like this uh project using uh, uh machine learning images yeah. in berlin so i so i flew to berlin for the opening and like did a talk there for the too. ai is that um well not to give away your secret sauce but is that with the the aws like imagery those databases and whatnot that are kind of controversial but very powerful the uh amazon US, Web, yeah amazon like web amazon? services has uh these very powerful um visual databases and whatnot that some people are but i i guess it's not uh that is it more you experiment no with i mean we i mean source? i mean we just were using all the different uh you know consumer ready you know prosumer whatever uh you know pla you know platforms everybody uses um but like yeah so i mean like dolly right. or midjourney um like those like like dolly's pulling from uh just like the you know yeah. public internet um just like all the stuff is scraped midjourney i know that they um they like the reason why Midjourney looks so like photographic and like like fine art is that they scanned a lot of like photo books oh. and stuff that's like not on the internet. 
and use that in yeah because mid journey uh, yeah. which like which like makes yeah, it really every good. time i see something <laughs> like but. those balenciaga ones or like 80s lord of the rings or something it's always mid journey and i'm always impressed by like the cinematic quality of it um yeah yeah we did it we did a video recently with um with a uh, julian uh, little uh little internet from new models um but that, that that was like all of these outputs that um he did in um i think it was mid-journey but like they looked so good and like had so much like story in it you know and, and like i think there's a real possibility to do stuff that's like really evocative um just like looks really good um but yeah the like balenciaga like harry potter is like balenciaga or whatever i think that's like <laughs> really what ai art is like turning into is like someone like thing, one person yeah. has a good idea that everyone just just like copies it and you can never really know what the original yeah. was which is like, like it seems fun it's 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 interesting um because you have the animation background and whatnot it, my assumption was like the ai was like a boost for those people without that skill set that they could then have access to this world but what's actually happening is you yeah, the animators I mean, are just supercharging and uh ultra yeah yeah i mean it's like it's like it's like yeah. a level up for everyone so it's like if you ha- can't like make a uh make visual art yeah. now you can if you can then oh now you can do video and it's like if you're already a filmmaker it's like oh now i can just make now a feature ball, like i can just make a whole you. fucking video in this thing like it's fucking crazy there's like more access to stuff so it's like yeah that's why i mean they're like the kind of tech lash against the ai artwork i think is like warranted um but then it's also like it like like it needs to be like reframed in some way because it's not it's like it's like not the same thing as like yeah yeah the whole you know it's like if it's like trained into a data set or like if you try to imitate someone's art like using ai then like yeah that's plagiarism but like the thing itself is like not because there's just like so many yeah one my critique of uh what when it's the ai art especially on twitter like anything that twitter thinks is cool will be like oh it's going to take over art and it's always just like ripoffs of that polish sci-fi artist or it's it's all like reddit art where it's like look at this this is amazing and it's like that's uh yeah you know five painters and they're all like yeah science fiction adjacent and you or, can't stop it either like bitching and yeah. whining and being like oh this is the death of art like you know get over it like it feels very much the same it's you just need to be an artist who people already give a shit about and you need to act really fast like my what i equate it to is there was that one guy that took his cat and put it on the drone that is now the quintessential drone Oh but my God. it was like yeah that is a that good representation of that was the first drone i saw like, that was shaped like that and i was like whoa this guy's a genius he's he's a cat murderer yeah but um now everyone's like oh yeah that's the dumbest shit but it got him like a boost for the moment <laughs> and i'm not saying that necessarily about ai one could yeah. be more shrewd with it but it's also like people be like well how dumb it was was actually the message but when it's those technology yeah. those really, i don't know like, 
because <laughs> mid journey it just reeks of mid journey when you see mid journey you're like oh yeah that's mid journey but do you feel those limitations yeah or? well it it does but you have to work against it you have to you have to just like have a vision of like you have something that you want to make and then you can get as close as possible to that and so it doesn't look like mid journey it doesn't look like dolly it just like looks like your right. uh look like your you know direction as like photographer um i think it's like hard to build that up now like if you aren't coming from photography or like visual art background where you like have a kind of like interest you're like oh i can do like anything it's like very kind of like intimidating i guess um but yeah i mean so that i mean that's always been the kind of challenge with like using ai artists to how to you know push these uh different platforms to produce something that like transcends your oh it's it's mid-journey kind of like instinct when you first look at it and it just kind of becomes something else oh, yeah. um yeah i don't know i think i think they're like incredibly interesting um especially like i think that um like so like the work with uh uh loretta like like this these kinds of like projects that we've used the ai with um she's been investigating um just kind of like different ways of like artistic research into history and like how to compress that um and the ai is kind of like a perfect tool for that like kind of like aggregates history together but i think that's the most um like kind of like you know in terms of like discourse or, or like some sort of uh way to use it conceptually i think that's kind of like going to be the most interesting applications or people that like are looking back into history but like in an intentional way and not this kind of like this kind of like pitch like moses uh, taking a selfie you know, or whatnot or those ones yeah yeah it's like it's like bad facebook art you know it's like that's what it feels like it's like for the kids at home stuff, what's uh what like, would you describe know. as bad facebook art so well, like I was on, so th I was. This is like hard to like understand if you experience. didn't like have a Facebook <laughs> experience. But like as a millennial, like I was, um, like if you like know my presence on Instagram, it was like that level of of kind of like not like intensity, but like you know posting, yeah. But like on Facebook, weird but Facebook. you know I would write the big kind of yeah, just like weird. I mean, it was just like really you know, it was very like twenty tens kind of like political uh just kind of like weird um political debates with people that just have like completely different like like i would like have these like really really long like multi-day you know facebook battles <laughs> with my friend from high school who was like right wing and they were just like so unproductive and it was so like not it was just like very like reddit like kind of like they're in another realm you know you can't reach them know, like, like the same way <laughs> But the screenshots, you get some good screenshots. There That's true. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, it's all still up there. Do you remember the graffiti there. wall when it was like MS Paint on Facebook? Yeah, the it was wall. A, maybe it was just my friends and I, but you could, you're like bored or you <laughs> could like do art on it and it was called graffiti. Yeah, but oh, it was yeah, like yeah, MS yeah, Paint yeah. in Facebook. And this one, oh, my friend Stu, who, oh, that reminds me, I'm going to try and get him on too. But he started, he would draw ultra realistic MS Paint pictures on that. And then he switched to MS Paint. And now he has a Warhammer painting YouTube account with like 100,000 subscribers. What? But uh, 
that's a little tease but yeah so facebook did like foster a generation of uh millennial <laughs> millennial artists <laughs> do you think it uh yeah inf- i don't whatever i was doing on facebook was no, not art it was more political sure. at that point um but it like not i mean i guess i mean i think that yeah that's i think that's how people saw me using facebook like from my perspective i was just kind of like you know live blogging my experience Mm. i guess but yeah i would write little like kind of kind of like the like my writing now it was like that but uh really like unformed but the transition from facebook into discord really changed everything and that's when i became kind of like more serious about my writing and it really kind of like cleaned up a bit because just like a smaller audience and you're not as um like on facebook it's like your whole Mm -hmm. family and like all these like people from different parts of your life they're like okay i just need to speak directly you're encouraged to filter yourself or good uh self-preservation encourages you to but discord you could yeah yeah or it's like it's like i mean i think it's any kind of writing like the more general audience you're writing it for in your head the more kind of dispersed and vague it becomes that's why these kinds of like big like you know salon articles or something you read it you're like who is this for like i don't under like your idea of the audience like did they even exist and that's that's interesting too so like what what year did you get into discord um i mean i guess it was like kind of late but i i really started getting into a lot like during covid during 2020 but i joined before that and my first discord like de-virtualization experience was in uh new models and someone posted uh a um it was like unsound new york 2019 and um i was like this is sick and so like i went to that and then kind of like through that it was like a whole like world of music that like opened up to me which was like a really cool experience i like met somebody from the new malls discord at that show hell yeah um because then like um and i don't know how secretive the society is but new models i relate with like do not research and whatnot which you may or may not claim uh i involvement with because that and the cool thing about do not research is it (laughs) yeah no i'm a a central (laughs) figure in new models and do not research kind of when i saw when i when i when i found those spaces it was like i've been doing work um kind of like in isolation or like I kind of like was aware of Brad and then like I became an early patron of Brad um in like twenty thirteen. Um I was like following since then. But there's no there wasn't really like a community around it. So then like when Do Not Research and New Malls opened up, it was like this is like I don't know, like found my found my tribe, you know, so it was like a huge like audience for the stuff Hell I was really yeah. interested in. So like supercharged my my because then DNR it it sounded like there were kind of like schisms and rifts and uh, the the arch magus of I heard the arch magus of do not research uh, who won't be named at one point was like ah fuck it and just abandoned the Discord or the Instagram or something. This is this was explained to me by uh, Asbestos Flex Zone, I think, or someone shout out Asbestos Flex Zone by the way. Where yeah, I mean, so like, D- I mean, DNR has gone through different like transitions and phases, but I mean, I think everyone that has been involved with the project um, has just like gotten so much out of it and really appreciates all the stuff that we made together and just how it kind of like how we enriched each other's uh, practices through the space. 
and um and yeah like everything we did with it um but yeah i mean there there was you know i think it's it's natural and healthy for internet scenes to go through different phases and like evolutions and like being able to change the model every like three months is like kind of what you need to be doing like it's like really crazy and like it's like so so difficult so like all the work that um uh that like new models crew and uh josh and 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 uh, do not research and like everyone involved um i'm just like so thankful that people like put in so much work um yeah it's it's um yeah no it's been it's been a it's been a crazy ride but yeah i mean there's definitely been like peaks so like when the josh the real actuals account was popping off that was like you know that was like a peak moment and then um the do not research uh meme account still pretty funny you know that was a moment yeah i mean it's still funny and like the um yeah it's like i mean i don't think there's ever really been a bad post that's ever been posted which is like crazy to say that every single post has been a banger but that's kind of the standard that we were holding ourselves to in the um in the meme uh in the uh secret crew that was like doing like the meme stuff um but but, but like that was just such a crazy period because you could post whatever the fuck on instagram like people could post crazy shit and you if it was good it would just like get boosted like it wasn't like i think they're like people don't understand there really was yeah. a shift like in the fall of uh of um of 2020 like it just got like yeah. really dark i and, called it the uh that's when yeah. it was like the abandoned <laughs> mall because everyone moved like all the companies hedged their bets on uh tiktok and everything and it was this sort of Instagram, in my opinion, yeah. mixed with COVID, let no one could leave. And that was personally, that's when I found a lot of like momentum. Cause I was, I would post it like an insane person for like six years prior to like no avail. And I'd watch like the Jin Kazamas and these people like get, they would put rainbow text on sonic and that would do a million things but it never worked and then all of a sudden in the pandemic like the intellectuals the dnr the seven the 5g thought surveillance the the other imitators all these people like cooked (laughs) off the same time like everybody just sort of figured out oh shit now like now you can get the boost or whatnot yeah i mean i think that they really were like there was definitely like there's definitely levers in the algorithm and they were pulled in different ways to boost different kinds of content at different times but like yeah that period so like yeah like like mio intellectuals um like the you know brad was like um going like door to door (laughs) for bernie and like posting (laughs) that and it was um there was a uh mio rented like a fucking uh uh like um led board to like drive around the city and oh, like wow. deliver messages and like deliver propaganda i never the yeah and then like they did like a kid's yeah. birthday party for free and like it was like it was like fucking crazy it was like what the fuck is going on I, like that was uh i pieced it together yeah. with like intellectuals i found out about just because i had like friends be like yeah i had to send pictures of my feet and then i was in this group chat and all these net artists were in it already and then um and then dnr i was like oh yeah that's like through the discord meaningful images only i never really traced back what it was but i always really liked it 
And I had this friend who was like, oh, there's yeah, so Mio, Mio Dark is like, and there's other, and I was like, what the hell are you talking? But yeah, please, please explain. Yeah, that um, so I mean, you really should talk to Tommy. It's Tommy. We're in, we're in um, discussions. Tommy. Tommy reached out uh, and was like, I really want to yeah, come on. And I was like, hell yeah. And sent a bunch of like, because I really want to talk about the the movie <laughs> um, and some other stuff. And then we had, and mm. then I launched, we did the based retard gang episode. And that was, now they're doing very well, by the way. But I was like, I'll have Jack on and then I'll circle around back. And uh, once once you say how much fun nice. you have, so I'm very I'm very I'm uh, very happy to uh, I'm I'm like I'm like so stoked to come on after the base. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Our we can, uh, gang yeah. <laughs> taking off. That's like so they, No, no, no. I know that you're not going to. I can't. I can't. I can't. Like, but yeah. Uh, so I mean, uh, we did this I, for I was um. So I'm like third. I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like third wave. Um. I'm definitely third wave. Neo was like the first wave, and that was like I think it was like more dispersed, or it might have just been the same crew that made Intellectuals. But like Intellectuals was yeah, there was like this like you know famed group chat, and then like all the shit was like going on in this group chat, and they were like you know that's where like the kind of like Jerry Salt um, kind of lol calification began. Um, but like Neo was I think just like kind of like the the same kind of uh, group. It was like this kind of like more dispersed thing and it was like smaller so it had a little bit more uh niche yeah, quality if that curation. makes sense so like they they wouldn't be getting like banned as much it was kind of the like more you know heady um top top funnel and then like yeah so intellectual started and then it was that was um kind of the first the first time i had seen uh instagram being used um i think like truly interactively and like destructively it was like there i feel like it was very much about trying to um break the algorithm and not in like a fucking break the internet way but like literally like stop yeah, it from yeah, yeah. In, in like in like really try to like change the way like you're like thinking about it um but like it's definitely super cringe to be like reading into it too deep too, too deeply but specifically like the minions oh, yeah, yeah. um encouraging people to make minions and then like trying to um confused you know who is running what um but i but i I think there's still accounts that are still in that lineage like insanely rejected denied um that was like popping off at the same exact time they're still they're still out there um and and like that account if you look at it you can clarify the lore on that too because originally it was in zane johnny like wolf eyes went all viral oh that's different well, this is like a groiper. Right, version. right. It's not connected in Zane Yeah, Johnny. but it, the the pitch wasn't the original pitch that if you were in rejected from the your memes that were rejected from Insane Johnny made up this, but immediately yeah. it just became its own thing. Like that was probably never. No, that no, was never. No, even no, it. no, no. So, well, no, you're. I mean, you're close. So there's like Insane Johnny, um, who's like meme, but then also like trying to do mm-hmm. music career thing, which like. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna hold you it's back really from really kind of extensive. Like, <laughs> so there was that. So then there was like the runoff, which was the insanely yeah, yeah. Uh, rejected, um, yeah, yeah. denied. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, insanely yeah. rejected, which was still run by the same guy. <laughs> oh, that was that was. But that was like okay. a little more base. Yeah, yeah. So insane Johnny was running the main account, then like the like kind yeah, of like yeah. shit post account. Um, yeah, but yeah. insanely rejected underscore denied 
is not affiliated with insanely yeah, and John, yeah. <laughs> insane johnny that's like a full yeah. on uh meme account like just like fully yeah i did <laughs> i did understand that it was like and three and removed like... <laughs> but that it was referencing you know, okay 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 that original but i didn't okay. yeah, i was naive enough um, to think that the first one was not john uh olsen i oh did not yeah the yeah and yeah and daily rejected is definitely it's definitely run well damn it right because it'd be like people with extend in <laughs> stuff and then he wouldn't post it and they would get mad and so he was like oh i started an account like i'll i'll, I'll post You're your like stupid garbage. shit that you send yeah, me like yeah. I... <laughs> um but no i mean there's some there's some there's yeah. some funny ones on well, there the funny so, i found like, that account because um well i liked wolf eyes i liked all that like hipster noise music as it was coming out so i thought it was really funny he became a meme lord but montreal had this habit of especially when like instagram was quote unquote woke um that tr people from montreal were always canceling in zane johnny because he would take their sincere posts that someone oh. sent but it was making oh, no. fun of, or no it was their jokes but they didn't send it someone else sent it and these were like uh, meme property individual. These were watermarkers, we'll call them. But they would be like, <laughs> what? This, yeah. This, uh, you know, da 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 da. Guy. Yeah. The digital this, labor. Like, elite male artist just stole all my shit. And um, that, then it would be like, I don't know if it ever came back to Insane Johnny, but in the Montreal like scenes, <laughs> um, it was very much like, we got to get this guy out. And I'm like, that's that like old noise guy. Like, but it was all very entertaining. Shout out Olivia. Olivia was one good artist and writer. Um, I won't remember her public or the, her book, but if you look up Olivia from Montreal, she had, but she had this thing. It was like an orange yeah. peel and it said like male artists will make this. And then in Zane Johnny posted it and, she chased him for a long time about stealing artist stuff, but it all we all learned to laugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like there's, yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, so my so my work has really been focusing on on these kinds of things and like just like sociality on the internet um, and like social media, trying to like take it like more seriously or like have more like what it's like actually like mm. you know or like how it's actually functioning versus like most of the way that it's looked at is like on like a quantitative level and like oh this hashtag's trending so it made this like micro trend and da 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 and it's like it's it's like trying to write mm. something that's not a trend piece is like kind of like more more difficult what's your opinion um, on like meme ownership meme ownership i mean i mean it depends what kind of uh it depends on what kind of meme it is i guess pardon the sirens and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think there's like sirens in both of, both of our baggers at the same time um yeah meme ownership um i mean i just think like image ownership in general like if you're i mean if you're an artist everything is up for grabs like the ideas of like ownership is something that artists have like played with with a, with a, with a lot over the years, and I think in like in like you know if you look at like Merlin Carpenter, it's like the kind of the ideas of ownership 
kind of move from actual the artwork that's being stolen to like the time or kind of like in like uh anticipation of 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 something so it's like Berlin Carpenter would do it you know it's like a die collector scum mm-hmm. it's like a painting or just as like die collector scum on it or it's like the the uh, paintings would be made at the opening you know you would get like different people to just like paint something like at the opening and then that like that's the painting so it's kind of like feeling your anticipation of what's oh, yeah. supposed to be Berlin um, Carpenter but yeah sorry the question yeah, is yeah. like meme well it's meme like ownership. do you think do you think people yeah. have an argument when they're like I made this I came up with Peppa Main or like uh whatever Trent which like some like pre pre miles is a great yeah, example. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I think if you came up with a, I think if you came up with a with a with like a character, an identifiable yeah. character, and like you had an account that was in that character and doing some you very should have specific your, thing. What's the website? And then the meme meme list page because like pre miles did that star. It's meme, or, meme list? Yeah, yeah, like, that's, what, meme? that's what I was looking. No, at. no, yeah. I mean, I think I think I think know your memes really good because it kind of. It is like that is how ownership yeah. works on the internet now. Is that it's like you if you made a, if you kinda. came up with an idea, then like you are kind of like minted like into the the history or whatever. Um, but I also think that it's like what I mean. It makes sense because like people because like it's like a business for most people, right? Trying to like yeah. make money off the internet. Um, yeah. And like I think that's good. Like people like should try to like get something out of like all this like you know free labor like labor we're doing for like the platforms and stuff like you should try to get something out of it um but i think like making memes in the way that like i understand it is it's not the not, yeah like, yeah it's for, waste like, time and have fun it's basically. like <laughs> yeah it's like waste time and have fun and then like i think there is like political potential like i think that you should at least try and fail to do something with it and like so like an example like i made these um I made like when like the Julian Assange thing, um, in like uh, in like fall of like 2020, um, it's like trial was coming up. And it was like in the news a little bit, and we were, yeah, I was just like in the Discord, like oh, let's like do just make a million Julian Assange memes, and so for like a week, we just had like tons and tons of stuff, and like we're able to like push it. And I made like an explainer video, and like um, no, it wasn't an explainer video. It was like a quote from like a Truanon episode where like Liz is like ranting about Julian Assange and I like animated graphics and stuff and like posted that on the meme page. And like, um, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe that probably had like no effect, but like, I don't know. It's like, you know, do something and fail is like interesting. And then like, if you look at like, like what, a what, a Evie's doing with like roster band right. punished and like roster band second coming, it's like, yeah, I don't know. You can like change people's perceptions yeah. of things at this. Well, but, like, I like, um, Gaddafi official who uh, fo- follows and unfollows <laughs> me because he finds me so insufferable. But uh, he's someone, his cooking recipes, kids at home look up Gaddafi official, or you've probably already seen these where it shows you like <laughs> pretty delicious looking recipe. That's where he's really been popping off. He's like, today we're going to make scrumptious boneless wings. And in 1964, the CIA started a program and he'll like do a bait and switch where he gives you all these like, quote unquote pilled they can be seen as like you can approach it with a let's see it as leftist but but a lot of it's that same sort of like ruby ridge kind of like black pilled the government is <laughs> lying to you which is true <laughs> opinion 
but that is like yeah. where it's like do you still think it can be positively political or like a sledgehammer politics is like uh, I, guess I mean, I think it's going in all directions yeah. all at the same time. I think it's like it's going in all directions all at the same time, and like you have to see that and like know that that's happening, and then simulate all those different positions if you want to try to have like political power online in general. It's like the same thing now. Like I think that's what is like required. That's what the poli- you know, that's what the um, PR teams for like big mm-hmm. politicians are doing or trying to do at least. Yeah, like um, so yeah. like. I don't know. I think I, th- I think people have a lot more power online than like they think that they do, or like they like. I think it means a lot more than like, but like it's always been overhyped at the same time. What's so. there's but but in general the whole like kind of like black pill like Ruby Ridge, <laughs> um, that like stuff is so, uh, like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm sure we, I'm sure we can get into like psyops, like astrophysics, um, <laughs> just, just the way it makes the likes go up. But yeah, yeah no. all that's all that stuff's for babies. But sorry, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like you are constantly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like everyone's just like so paranoid and like so uh like deluded as to like like yeah like uh dan uh dan keller's uh uh great great lecture um where he talks about um sovereign citizens and uh, targeted individuals these two kinds of like you know it's kind of this like kind of like narcissism expressed online where you're like oh everyone's after me etc um yeah i mean this stuff like definitely does happen but yeah yeah well i mean we've had our our taste of it with uh you know valiant activists like brace selectuals who still has us all blocked have been spreading the message that we're just because we cozy up with the military industrial complex we're somehow bad but really it's just uh (laughs) sometimes sometimes good posts can (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean that was like a good uh we uh no, I mean, I think there is something political in like, like the you know, the um podcast that we all know that we're referencing right now, um, is um I mean I think there is something like kind of like positively political in that, in just like bringing you know more understanding, like actual understanding, or you can like actually like, listen to someone talk about something, and like, yeah, I mean you can keep in the back of the head that they might be trying to like manipulate you, but. You kind of like a lot know of where money. The that being is. said, I, the the name I said, I don't think. Well, maybe you can let shed some light on this. I didn't use. Well, first I thought Brace Selectuals was Brace Belden, but then I was like, no, it's just some kid that loves. Brace oh Belden. no way! Um, but then, yeah, Matt found out we know somebody allegedly close to Brace Belden that it doesn't sound like Brace wastes his time doing that. But if he does. God bless you, Brace. Yeah, no way. Uh, no, no way. he's too busy out. I mean, I mean, I love cheering on. Like, I mean, Brace is uh, is like really funny, but he's not like no, a, no, a, no. A, a he's got he's, he person. makes fucking so, hundred thousand like, dollars a month. Yeah. Why would he waste his time with memes? <laughs> he's uh, 
Yeah, I mean it's dick. Like he is very funny on Twitter. But yeah, I mean brace like yeah. like funny as shit. Like I love like like brace like yeah, definitely. Good lads. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, it was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's but funny. like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. though, right? It's like what it's like so, like the difference between like uh, like haters and fans is like mm-hmm. you need both, right? So it's like you know you're like yeah. you're like doing important important work to kind so of if you're listening brace selection on you. But thank you. And I will, I'll bleep out, I'll say BRG because um, it's funnier when it goes boop. It sounds like, but they, um, the neat thing talking to them, because we're on the same page that like NFTs are no good. But the, the main guy behind that is just a guy I knew out here doing like sort of lady adjacent rap that I thought was pretty good. And the BRG mixtapes out now. But they're making like all this money as independent musicians, like they're actually capitalizing on it. Um, they are in bed with the whole Milady archipelago, which has its own like dark twists and turns. But yeah, well, I mean, that's good. They're able to get um, to like you know transition that into an actual kind of like following on something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's kind of like a big big challenge of the kind of like Milady scene is that you know their origin story is like so cooked that it's hard to actually you know make that viable you know kind of like because you have um is most of your writing through the puncture the p-u-n-c-t-r zine yeah 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 so puncture art is um it's just like my like blog my my like personal blog and um i just post very 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 infrequently um it just like takes so long for me to like actually post stuff I always keep saying that I want to like do it more regularly, but I know they're never going to. But um, it's a it's a it's a free wall, so like there's some content on there that is like it's like free, but you just have to like sign up with an email just as a way to kind of keep it off of uh, like mm. search engines. Um, it's like something that I kind of decided was kind of like a good way to go with it for some of the content. Um, do you believe in the? Oh, sorry. And uh, yeah, the Substack system. No, 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 no. Like, do you find value in that? Do you know people? Yeah, so it's not on Substack. It's like I'm on the Ghost, um, which is just like a different platform. But it's it's actually uh, the 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 like structure of Ghost is what Substack like kind of copy and pasted to like make oh, their really? backend and stuff. I just think Substack, yeah, yeah, like it was like based oh, on wow. Ghost.org, um, but it's just kind of like a different model where you can you just like pay per year. And then you can like do whatever you want with it. Whereas like Substack, I think takes like a portion of your subscriber right. thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Like a Patreon um, for right. I just like, yeah, I just like, because it was like a little bit more, uh, I think it's like a little bit more of like a powerful blog platform. Cause you kind of like do more stuff with like how you like lay it out and you can kind of like make it look like a blog versus like, Oh, it's a Substack. Um, I just don't really like Substack as like a platform yeah. aesthetically, but I understand that it's good to be on that and you can get like suggested other stuff, but like yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'm like not really that kind of blogger. It's more of called a uh, micro right. publication and I have an e newsletter. And that's like events and whatnot. No, no, these are all <laughs> valid good terms. No, no, it's just like Yeah, no, I just um I just uh yeah, I'll post like an essay, like maybe like twice a year or something like that. Um, and kind of like the latest one, like the one about your um, previous previous mm. guest, um, 
yeah that was uh that was that was cool because i was kind of um i kind of like yeah selling on that because you got a lot of research and didn't you get tapped for days or that was the person yeah 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 so so yeah um uh uh Ginselli Yalchenkaya is a, a editor and writer at Days and kind of like has her finger on the pulse of like internet kind of like online culture stuff that's like happening and like I think she like writes about it in a way that is like goes like a little bit deeper than like most of like the other stuff that you like see on um on like that kind of like corner of the internet um but there's some like other really good writers there too like um P.S. Wade who did a uh do like a piece on um like ai art and I, I was quoting that as well um but yeah so like the psyops thing it was like yeah that went kind of crazy but um but yeah it was kind of the thing where i was like uh researching it and then um Ginselli hit me up and then i gave her a bunch of uh you know pointer you know give her a bunch of contact and then like uh she gave me like some takes and um some other links we kind of like went back and forth and then like I didn't really know it was coming out and then it <laughs> dropped. I was like, oh shit, I have to get mine out. So like I worked like like twelve hours like yeah. fuck, I gotta get this out. And so I was able to like have it come out in the same day. So like the Hell link yeah. was in there. Um but yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was like a good like kind of like double double yeah, funnel. That was the pack. the big one for sure. We didn't get a direct uh betaverse shout out, but it did draw attention. I mean, I yeah, didn't. Yeah. I didn't mind. Like at the bottom, yeah. if you go to the bottom. Also, Russia. There, Russia Today just, wrote about Luhan and and referenced our our interview as the main um, <laughs> main sort. Oh, Strangely, sick. it was shortly after Damn. Sasha uh, came on. New Sasha, who is a Telegram star, <laughs> previous yep. Russia Today writer, possibly still. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. I didn't know possibly that. Possibly still, probably still <laughs> Russian Secret Service. Uh, affiliate so yeah yeah that's good it's, it's good to have like multiple vectors exactly, of kind of like getting yeah. information out um but yeah i mean i thought that uh sasha's um uh ambient woke uh kind of like he's very good I thought, writer yeah. i thought that was pretty good i yeah, enjoyed that one i would read his memoirs they're fat like just the dugan stories are so funny like <laughs> that he went he was out of a job and he tried to work for dugan for like a week and it was miserable surprisingly but <clears throat> um, he keeps saying he's gonna come to um, he's in moscow he says he's gonna come to manhattan though but i don't know that depends how authentic it is whether or not he's still plugged in oh uh, wait i thought he was in new i thought he was in new york or he was there should, and then, he uh, might already come yeah. or, or maybe yeah. i think about somebody else he Wait, wait, is this the uh, Serving Capitalist no, Realism no. page? This is... Uh, no, okay, okay. Sasha okay, Amato, new Sasha, on okay. most things. And he, re- oh, he runs a golden chihuahua on Telegram, which is like a fat... It's, you glance at it, it just seems like a red scare, Damn, okay. like praise page, like the podcast, not the, uh, <laughs> the identity. But it's like, right, it right, could right. either just be a person who's like, cat like is making the money on telegram or is still a very plugged in cultural operative for poutine but on that too when you're talking about politics um because matt and i are constantly striving to get the peter thiel bucks much like npc fest all these things that are rub shoulders with um your circles i'm sure 
do you think the Peter Thiel bucks are real? Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's a that's a that's like a different scene. But some people some people hang will hang out in both scenes. It, but yeah, I don't really I don't really go to that 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 part of it. Is like, it a toxic? Like, like, would that be a bad look? Like, would you look at someone differently if they were affiliated or put their video in it? Um, no. I mean, I think it's just like. I mean, this is like the kind of like paranoia I was talking about before. I think Teal Bucks is like a good, uh, I think that kind of like sums it up really well is that like the idea that um, the culture is like astroturf becomes the like focus rather than like the actual right. culture itself or like what the actual event is. And like it's a good event and people like have fun and it's like a good, you know, good positive thing, then like that's what you should like focus on rather than like the the people like, yeah. funding it um yeah. specifically because like the funders um have like you know whatever like their political intentions are it's not necessarily going to be mm-hmm. uh, successful and it, they might sign on to something that then ends up like going in a different direction um if it if it actually you know if there actually is like stated politics of like a, some sort of like agenda that people are trying to go into yeah yeah if that makes sense um yeah. well and uh rest in peace trevor but, brazil but i guess brazil. i guess i guess like one of but he was yeah 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 that that was yeah that was really sad and like that that kind of like showed that like the um like the that like like the uh danger of astroturfing is that you end up in a situation where the community or like collective of people that are like supporting you are not like they're just there for the free drinks you know like if you if you have a show and like everyone like comes and like supports then like it becomes like sustainable and so something that's like not astroturf has like more longevity because people will just keep doing it whether or not it like has the funding um and so like in these astroturf things it's like the pressure i mean there's like so much pressure on like everyone who like does a big production like that but like the pressure becomes um kind of like escalated in like a different direction that is like really tough when you say involved. astroturfing could you expound on it a bit so like when people say like teal bucks like the implication there is that um peter teal or like one of the cutout of people that are kind of like money is like flowing out of peter teal in some way is funding uh some sort of production um, and so I think like if you look on Substack, like if you Google Peter Thiel Substack, you'll see a million, you know, articles on Substack that are like, ad- you know, adulating uh, uh, Peter Thiel. And it's like a lot of that is coming from um, uh, was it the Peter, Fiel- uh, Peter Thiel yeah. Foundation, like Visor- um, uh, Vision Foundation. And that's like, yeah, like pay you like $50,000 or like 100 grand to like not go to college and just like right. make a Substack. And like as real people are like, oh, like I, that's so sick like i love future chill that he like did that um and and like the thing with that is that it's like oh some of this stuff is like more like left wing or it's like not you know it's just kind of um it's a uh strategy a, like sternerian uh, yeah like a contrarian the emphasis is always like a contrarian nihilism would be the consistent theme which yeah, yeah, and like the actual political objective of that is yeah, yeah. depolitization. It's not actually pushing like far right ideology, although that it, it definitely ends up in that direction sometimes. 
Um, but I feel like that is really kind of like just a, a denuded version of like far right yeah. fascism. Yeah, which is really interesting because the stated um, objective of Peter Thiel, if you are to listen to his like lectures or, or his uh, debate with David Graeber, is anti-stagnation. So the fact that kind of like the um, result of this like cultural astroturfing is actually like more stagnation through like yeah, depolarization, yeah. Um, yeah. I think is actually interesting. But like that's the result if you're like, oh, we're going to like push it, push a political agenda through politics. It's like what you end up with is like cultural yeah. objects that feel political, but like it isn't actually like yeah. A well, his uh, and um, I mean, I think I think it's kind of like controversial to say that because there's also like actual political figures that are funded by Peter Thiel, like Blake Masters, that exactly, are actually yeah. pushing forward like a right, you know, it's kind of like libertarian well, like, right-wing agenda. Yeah, to achieve his um, needs, some people have to stagnate. Those meddling kids need to be busy, you know, with vocal fry, doing <laughs> doing whatever. So he wants, he wants them to stagnate <laughs> and then can push through the political things. But then is it giving too much credit to the quote unquote valiant Bushwick left or whatever that were, were they accomplishing anything at? <clears throat> well, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's like fair to try to like compare the, what if this wasn't the case kind of thing. I think it's just like, there's, you know, it's not like there's mm. less podcasters or like less substackers, it's just like different audiences. And I think that there is a kind of over indexing of, the um you know downtown uh cultural scene and their like political leanings yeah, and yeah. kind of like you square. know pendulum swinging back and forth and the reason for that is because it's like it really has to do with what the writers rooms or kind of like journalist teams of the different like new york city um you know newspapers of record what those social groups are listening to and what kind of culture mm-hmm. they're consuming because it, it takes on this you know this kind of like parapolitical kind of like emphasis they're like, oh, that sucks. That I know that my coworkers like listening to Red Scare <laughs> when it's really like, I, <laughs> like, like that's what it kind of like feels like sometimes. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is kind of like you know culturally anomalous and like interesting to kind of like study from afar. I think. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know anyone that like still listens to like, Justin <laughs> Murphy. But like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Justin Murphy, what a little weird. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, no shade if you're listening and you like have Justin a Justin Murphy, Murphy podcast, on. like yeah. keep up next, like go for it. I just like don't. Well, I, I, but, I don't but know. there's like, like the gray areas thing. too. Like, I like um, I have my fun, but I like uh the Contain podcast. Like, I think Barrett's a smart person who kind of. Sounds like he got hit in the head with a bat, but he meandered. I like him because he'll talk about Byung Chung Hun and all my all my guys and gals that I like, like authors that are interesting. So I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't have to convince people I'm smart. Barrett's gonna do it, but so I can just focus on being a dumbass. But that's like, I think he gets steel bucks because like, it's just I don't think there's that grassroots money there for him to have like RXK nephew and all these people who I also think gets steel bucks. Basically, I think everyone except me gets steel bucks, and I want the bucks. I want them from somewhere. Well, have you have you applied no. to the foundation? What? You can apply? Matt, did you, can you know apply... this? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, but like scholarship oh, thing. That you can apply for steel bucks. Oh, that's just to not go to school. Yeah, it's like... That's the thing about steel bucks is it's that it's like... like arts grants. It's not... 
secret. Like there's like a website and like an application no, my, for it. My theory is I mean, that it's usually funds. like if you are giving out grants. Here, I think he, grants, grants, here, I think he gives Red Scare fifty grand a month. I think he gives Cumtown or Adam Friedland now fifty grand. No, well that see that see that's the thing is that that like delegitimizes the actual kind of um, actual audience of those people, and it's like Red Scare's line has always been, "Why would we?" Why would Teal give us money? We're we're going to say redacted right. stuff and for free, or like we're like already doing that. So why would he? You know, it's like that's like the thing. He is doesn't that need to. The Teal bucks is oh, actually no, like unsuccessful. Like it's like not actually a good. News. Like it's not actually. I want. <laughs> and like I think a lot of it of a lot of like the like funding and stuff is like it's not actually coming directly yeah. from Peter Teal, but it's people that want to get VC funding from teal so they're like oh look at this cool like cultural wing of our like company of the stuff that we're doing and then that will make them All look right, better but, for vc uh, um that's like really what, what's going Fest, on there which continues to this day with as i understand fuel bucks that's not like mm-hmm. that wasn't trevor was like hey i want money to not go to school he was like hey i'm gonna make a film festival and i think he talked to menchus mold yeah yeah sure yeah that's that's a, that's a different arrangement but so that's yeah. those bucks i don't we may need to come up with a different name to refer to them maybe they're what's that guy's what's that dork's name what's his real name uh menchus what mold yeah, bucks? yeah mold bucks is good <laughs> we may, we may mold bucks? That. yeah, yeah. What's that guy's real name again? It's, yeah, I don't uh, know. We should definitely. Yeah, yeah, uh, Curtis Yarvin. Yarvin. With um, because <laughs> he's got his little uh tech yeah. thing too. What's his tech thing called? Curtis uh, software. Yeah, what, yeah, what, Urban, Urban? Urban. Yeah, I mean he's not he's not involved oh, with Urban yeah, anymore. He had to step back. Yeah, yeah, but he, but like um. Or like Kalan or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I mean, my suggestion would be would be to not do that and like try to well, actually get Patreon or something. Oh, because then, Patreon, like, yeah. if you get the teal buck, if you get You're teal bucks one time, you may have like six months. But you you if you don't do it in those six months, you got to come back for more mm-hmm. teal bucks, and like that's uh that's when it starts yeah. to get kind of like sketchy. And like I think that's you why it's like hard soul. to have long longevity if your shit's being atrocious astroturf that's why like the actual independent media and like into like the actual kind of like web 3.0 independent stuff is like really interesting and like i'm thinking about like milady here too because it's like i mean it's like uh new models do not research interdependencies are all you know uh brad Tremel and like josh these are all kind of like new models of being an artist like cultural production it's like patronage um and like of course there's like a million people that are like, doing this mm-hmm. model too um but it's like that stuff is like actually interesting. People are like actually investing. Have you in heard it. the rumors about um, um, but yeah, Brad's funding though? <laughs> what are what are what are the rumors heard, on Brad's funding? Uh, it's been posed as a joke as well, but I've heard the Lincoln Project be thrown around. <laughs> you should ask. Uh, that's so good. That's the that's the levels of nuance. Ask, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's really well, good though. A good, uh, great account. That's like a main yeah, character. Yeah, uh, that's a main character. If Brad wants event, to, if Brad uh, wants right to come there. on the betaverse and clear the air, I've asked him several times. He just sends him. Yeah, he doesn't do. Uh, he doesn't do no. podcasts or any um, like appearances or yeah, art shows yeah. or anything. We'll do like a lecture every now and then, which is Remains cool. Remains a shadowy but, um, figure. 
but yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, but a I great mean, guy and a supporter. So uh, he's he's found ways to support in his own special way. So I love Brad. Come on, come on, the Betaverse when you change your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's been really fun getting to uh, to like edit the uh, promo videos. Um, those have been really fun. It's like he just sends me uh, like a folder of diff- of like a bunch of videos, and then like uh, you know the title and like concept of what it is, and then I kind of like just like have like pieced it together to figure out how to like tell the story yeah. like visually because um, you um you um, started yeah, recently you took over from uh, nick Visovsky, another talented artist or yeah i mean he's got a couple people different people um but yeah yeah nick Visovsky is just like such an incredible artist um yeah it was really cool to see uh yeah does he do like the bread Brad promo videos um but yeah i mean the the the, the artist um Anansen, um who does like graphics and stuff and is like been doing uh, uh work for brad for years it's just like so great like i just like love the their like collaborations yeah well, yeah games. and i love uh brad's brad style that he's kept consistent but is that um well, I don't want to take away from the magic, the mystery, but all the the illustrative stuff that's kind of like a scritchy Wacom tablet drawings. I I imagine those were Brad himself drawing the like when he used to do like the artist like generating capital. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. And my favorite is like Joe Biden as the Joker, or no, Bill Clinton as the Joker with Hillary as a. These are some old ones, but yeah, yeah, yeah I have he that sent poster that to me. Uh, for well, I, I'll edit that out. That's too. That's too. Uh, yeah, me. Yeah, the um, like, um, yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, Brad, uh, the uh, I was <laughs> the uh, the whole like clout uh clout bomb uh incident was like a real. That was like a funny ride to see that um to see that go like supernova viral in the uh mm. culture scene. But yeah, I guess there was one more thing <laughs> I wanted to um to ask you, which is what is the deal with the betaverse? 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 What yeah, what's like what why did Matt you name it? Matt came up with it actually. Matt, do you wanna do you remember um, how you came up with it? <laughs> we can tell the whole story. The WBC too, actually. No, yeah, but, WBC White Breakfast Club. Glad we didn't go with that. Um, I don't remember. I think it was uh, when Facebook was like converting Facebook and Instagram were converting to Meta, and like we all knew each other from Instagram. So Meta, we're all like we're all beta. Yeah. Meta was all betaverse. I was talking about the metaverse, and then Matt just said the betaverse one day, and we were like, "Oh, that's really clever and funny." So before that, <laughs> we were going to be called the White Breakfast Club. Which was also clever and funny, but we were a little nervous about that people would take it there. Because, like, it's funny in two ways. Because you, if you think of the John Hughes movie, is it John Hughes? Or is that that old guy? You know, The Breakfast wait, Club? Wait, like, the Breakfast with, Club? Um, yeah, yeah, Wald, yeah. That's John Hughes. Um, so, yeah. but then me and Gordo, Gordo couldn't make it because the LSATs are, drove him, but. We had a love of Charlemagne the God from uh, The Breakfast Club, which is a New York hip hop radio. Oh, right, right, right. Show. yeah. So we were uh, like, we'll okay. be the White Breakfast Club. 
<laughs> but whenever we said it to people, they're like, what? Like, the they're already white. And then that's, like, funny, too. But <laughs> the betaverse, it, it was more like, yeah, it's like, are we beta? Probably. Uh, is it for beta people? Maybe. Absolutely. Are we talking, I think most of our guests um, have been pretty Chad in, like, you know, as a mentality. <laughs> wait, so it's like the beta. Wait, so you're so you're we've beta? never really pinned it down it's up to the listener to like decide. the listener is the beta damn yeah <laughs> the listener well, don't the say beta. that damn. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I've, i'm comfortable so beta behavior to listen yeah to or new york and then you're cutting edge and cool um boston too but that's like like we're not we're not mean-spirited uh, as podcasters. Like, we're all pretty nice. We don't have the gumption for that. If you want mean-spirited podcasting, go to uh, Western Promises. I'm just kidding. They're they're good guys. But, uh, no, like, we really, we needed a name. And then it just, the Luhan interview fell into our proverbial laps. Uh, whether or not we haven't figured out if Gordo works for the military yep. or not, he could still, because he's like pretty good with a handgun. And yeah, he one day he was just like, "Yeah, we can talk to this. We can talk to this girl." Yeah. <laughs> so like Gordo I've could well be a psyop. Yeah, he was like flirting with her or whatever. Managed to get her to agree to come on. And we had like nothing. We had like so people were like, "Oh, you launched this for." The American government. It was like, no, the American military launched us. Like, Luhan already had like three hundred thousand TikTok followers, so we were just uh, throughout. And then just kept asking people. Had some good momentum there, uh, which I squandered because it was <laughs> springtime. So I just, just was like, I want to get really drunk and hang out. Hey, I so mean, same thing. So now we're, but this is you're here with us for the new era, Jack. That. It's going to be once a week again. Oh, nice. We're going to up the momentum. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the Harris interview, um, that was like kind of like a different a different vibe for uh, the Betaverse. Kind of like more like yeah, yeah. It, got, it literally got to the yeah. point where I was, it was like, oh, we need to spread out the Northeast artist guests or we'll just be like the Northeast artist cast kind of thing. So I kept trying to find the Nick Zaleas and Supreme G <laughs> turned into talk to a bunch of like Neo Christian posters who I love very dearly. <laughs> They're all awesome too, but it is kind of like, we'll talk to anybody. The focus is always like you're doing something on the internet and you reply to our DMs. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think of myself more as a, uh, as an internet, inter internet based mm -hmm. artist. I've been saying it. I feel like that kind of describes it more clearly than like a yeah 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 artist. it was just i had this um, weird thing some people who listen to every episode uh shout out brant but said like i always wanted to talk to people in different cities but he was like every time you talk to someone in a new city oh, yeah. just like asking them dumb like what's what food do you get like what's your which i'm just <laughs> like i just generally ask stuff i'm curious about That's like great. i'm like i know jack does all this cool stuff but what exactly yeah yeah so what a what a, what other stuff have you seen like of, of like my stuff that was like interesting 
I guess like my big my big essay was like the um on devirtualization yeah. essay that kind of like there there's been like a bunch of people that like wrote um different like responses or and before like, you um reached out to one. me on the article you were working like I think we'd been following each other for about a year so there were like I think we had project or like yeah I followed you because like yeah it's like oh you're following lord max and all these people i know are cool but yeah I, I, yeah i i mean i i follow like about like six thousand oh, people like my ratio is just like so fucked up like i just follow so many people um i just i don't yeah just, like, love it's actually people. interesting because like it was only crunching because like when we were setting this up a few months ago and you had to go to berlin i had it i was like oh yeah jack's a journalist like that's that's your focus and i i could go by that because you're always at these events but then now it's like oh you're animating in them and then i have all your lists of music videos and stuff now which i want to go check out yeah so the so the journalism is like much more uh the i i kind of describe it as like if i am a journalist i'm like (laughs) i'm a really bad journalist because it's not objective Like everything I do is like very not like Taylor or kind of like I don't know. No, no, I like Taylor 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 Lorenz. Like her her YouTube channel. She just started yeah. a YouTube channel. Like, do you like think, the old like, articles? I don't know. She, I mean, she's doing like primary yeah. research. Like, if you're interested in this stuff, then you need to like be following this and like taking it in instead of like fucking. So Taylor Taylor you know. Lorenz used to write was a staff writer at Pitchfork. But also used to write a lot of uh, Middle East oriented articles that may have disappeared now. But it wasn't always the same focus as it is now. Yeah, I mean, people move around from different beats. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole like uh, the whole like Luhan thing was like that. Um, that um, my interest in that was like this well like one it's like fascinating this like mm-hmm. turning like post irony into you know psyop yeah irony i don't know if i i really don't know what the fuck was going on um but there was like an overlap in um goals where it's like luhan is like ed- trying to educate people about what mm-hmm. a psyoper was and it's like i'm also trying to do that like as investigative journalism like i'm also trying to like have people like be thinking about these things in a more kind of you know structured way than just like oh they're they're fucking evil people are like, trying to like yeah it was like Get what if you die off yeah. the die off my opinion was um i guess yeah i'll put it in stone now but i think when we had lu when we were talking to luhan uh she had made a pitch to leadership that was not receptive and I think it was a bit more of a going rogue element. Like, I'll show you how this is powerful and expected people to be like, oh, yeah, you're in charge now. When really, I think now there's more and more control based over it. Maybe that's an optimistic thought. And it was. I see. So she she went on your podcast to change the negotiation with her handlers with like not with, the, or like the podcast was is that, podcast is that has nothing to do with it but it's it's a beautiful illusion okay uh, that we somehow legitimized 
it, but we were just along. It was already going that way. Like, well, because like, didn't she tell you to take her name off of it? Yeah. because it was like, yeah, we we, we were like labeled too, as a it was like kind of a bad government podcast. Like, <laughs> uh, it's taught Accurate. in courses now at Fort Bragg. We're we're going on her word on it, but it was listed as a what not to do, but. I think in her view, because in if you re-listen to the interview, she describes like, you know, assessing the scene and whatnot and kind of seeing Instagram as the scene. We were not the main focus. It was just Gordo at one point was like, hey, want to come on this thing? And she was like, sure, like and didn't think anything of it. And I think what happened was this leadership that already didn't understand what she was doing on TikTok or Instagram was like, oh, podcasts, we've mm. heard of those, NPR, Serial. These guys are, they're these, they thought we are like uh, Chapo, which we're not. We're like, Chapo's like a solar system <laughs> compared. So it's like, you went on the pod, and it's like, no, I went on these, these morons. That's so and, funny. <laughs> uh, so she's like, hey, can you silence that? <laughs> You went, went on, on the like, biggest left, the most leftist, not, most anti-government, like, not yeah, the yeah, S yeah. here, not like the alleyway like, not... podcast, but it worked. It at rising tides, like it just happened. We were early because, like, well, and then it did lead to the day's digital article in a way. Now that you think about it, but it's nothing we've never claimed. Well, just outside of like opportunist. Um, like, yeah, we did that. But no, um, she would have been there. I just say that because it's like I thought the stuff she used to post was funnier. Um, which if you're listening, Luhan, I still believe you can be funny. Uh get out there, knock them dead. But yeah, it was really Yeah, I mean I mean I mean Haley puts up like some like banger stories, but yeah, I mean the bigger platform you get you to, yeah. the like the like cool the the like two roads of destruction of like becoming uh fringe or like getting platforms like become like yeah. tougher to go and like the more kind of like uh partnerships and like other stuff that was kind of like the piece the the like point i tried to make in my in my article is that like the actual like bigger risk for going and like doing stuff that's like more adjacent to the left wing is it like will like hurt the audience yeah. of the kind of like right wing like yeah. Gun, yeah gun yeah because it went stuff. way more to appearing yeah. on like um you know already established um what you could call if not right wing but like pro gun um never this one directly or yeah, like uh, okay schizo or whatever it is that big annoying schizo account it's like the fuck jerry of schizo accounts yeah okay schizo i think that was <laughs> like uh, <laughs> that's a really good description yeah, because it's like, yeah, that's, Bug Jerry is the only person is is the only account who shouldn't be stealing. Memes. Yeah, yeah, right. Apparently, <laughs> everyone else is allowed to yeah, do it. Yeah, now he'll send Jerry. like a thousand bucks if he posts your video or something like that. But he was the one who got in trouble for, yeah, or he everyone clowned him because remember that old mayor? What's that mayor? Bloomberg, the fuck Jerry Bloomberg Instagram campaign. That, in my opinion, is when the abandoned mall happened. Was fuck Jerry made all these yeah, Bloomberg that was the that sucked. They were like Bloomberg is cool, and that's when it. That's when I think everyone with a brain in their head should have learned that politics can't be. It can't be like uh, generative. It can only be destructive. The 
the political campaigns you can succeed on are like making fun of someone, but you can't necessarily boost them unless it's this weird, that's where the dance, like the Machiavellian dance enters that you can have a figure like Luhan appear, but is that making people join the army? Uh, I don't know if the data's in there or not, but the same with like those, um, you could think about the, all those tech, like everyone clowned these people who would be like, this is my day as like a developer at, or like a project manager at, uh, meta. And then like, I start my day at the waterfall and then I eat cupcakes and then I do all this. And they thought that that would like make devs want to work there, but devs are so autistic they would just be like oh this is they're wasting their capital they're not like focusing on infrastructure and so it <clears throat> like, <laughs> tiktokers make fun or, i mean twitter make fun of these people who i thought i thought it was fine to like show the chocolate fountain that's funny that's funny because like i think that that's that's actually my theory for the teal buck mm. thing it's mr is it's about attracting no. developer talent it's like a more effective way to do that. Um, Destroy. And like, yeah, I mean, the existing. same thing like happens in like San Francisco. Like someone's telling me about like these, uh, these like parties hosted by like the mm -hmm. mid journey guy. It's like, you know, throwing like cool parties with like models and stuff. And it's like, you're trying to attract, <clears throat> attract talent. Cause yeah, I mean, there's a big like kind of schism right now. And like the, like, you know, really like high end developer world between uh, people that are going into like crypto versus going to like machine learning. And so, like, yeah, you're, like, seeing that kind of, like, filter out and, like, how different parties yeah, are funded. Yeah, it's, it's marketing um, agencies, in my opinion, pitching, like, this is how you harness social media. And it's easy to make fun because no one's figured it out yet. But it's also beneficial for creative people who just need capital from somewhere. Um, that's where I see the feel. The feel it's, like, it's like necromancy or uh, demon mancy for the super nerds where it's like you make these pacts with enemy things being like oh i can get this money and use it for good and it won't corrupt me but that's like i see feel i don't know if he's accomplishing his goals or not i'm sure it's not him directly picking like support this he has like advisors or whatnot hopefully um but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what I was saying before is that I don't think it's he, he's even in any way like has read any of no. the Dime Score articles. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's like it's like at all. Like, I mean, I could be wrong, and I know that like you know there, there probably are parties where like people like you know mix or whatever. But like, I think it's it's the second tier people that are looking for yeah. VC funding for their company if they have like kind of this like reactionary you know Seasteader esque community. It like makes them cooler to like well, the here's VC, um so like vc cut out people that are working yeah for, like, I, think, I think artists who are established especially can identify with like which just went out of business but vice um when vice was like a television network and whatnot it was this place it was notorious for not paying very well but i knew um actually just met the editor he was the editor at vice during like the peak when it was you would you went to American Apparel in like 2012 and you got it, and Montreal at that time was like juicy. Oh, it was like an yeah, actual yeah. magazine. And they That's would funny. have like parties <laughs> all the time, and they were free with free liquor. 
um, and you would go and Juicy yeah. J was playing or like some other big celebrity at the time. And this was all, yeah, that's so this dope. was all to fet HBO and Fox for that big purchase when they were bought. And that guy, he left vice, but his job primarily at that time was hosting these cool parties to make it seem cool in yeah. cent central hub. He now does the exact same thing that's for so cryptocurrency um companies and those kind of startups oh, nice. so it's that same dance where it's like if you're an artist you wanna even if you're just djing or like doing lights or sound like that's like a payday for you to go and do that corporate event or like um, make those things and so now it's not vice obviously but it's it's that same as you said like courting capital uh, yeah i mean i think it's like the you know i see what like, like i see what like um with like uh dagson uh, mm -hmm. dagson loves i can see what he's doing it's like you know i don't know that's fucking sick and 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 like yeah it's like praxis is you know how's <laughs> you know pra you know practice what it is but it's like you know how different is it really from like akon city <laughs> And with Akon, is that know, you mean like Akon with like the the lights and the dam or wait Akon like the singer the lights and the yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. when Akon he made a deal with city in Senegal yeah 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 hell yeah I want to live in yeah I mean I, read I mean like years ago I mean I mean it's still still going like I mean. They, I I think they broke ground mm -hmm. at some point, um, but yeah, I mean there definitely is like a fire festy quality to it. Yeah, that. Glitz. Um, but but like but but like I don't know, like Dagson. I mean, I wasn't there, so like talking about how <laughs> cool a party was, I wasn't even at is like just like so like incredibly whack. But like I don't know, it looked fucking sick, and like the lineup was crazy. And it's like I don't know, there's not a lot of, um, like you know rap or like hip hop like in that kind of you know part of like the social scenes so just like bringing that in and you know just like making just like making this shit pop on a different level like it has like different outcomes um so i think when people like reduce it down to like one kind of like kind of like political uh intention i think is like kind of like missing something of like what's oh, actually totally. going on there I, I think i think people can be like more savvy and can like do their own psyop like that's what i'm like trying to like advocate for so people you know, be the psyop that you want to see in the world. And like, yeah, yeah. I no, I think it's, I mean, my, I've one of those, like my, if I can say I have a political endeavor in how I conduct myself, it's that people shouldn't Nathan, take it as, oh, did I cut out? Sorry. Oh, one second. I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can, I can hear you. And, uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> my mine is I just think people are too stressed out online. And so it's like whatever endeavor they're doing, um, I like yourself. I have a day job I like that finances that. my exploits. And it's I think that's like I, I think post about Steve Albini a lot. I and he's a miserable guy in some ways. But he always was like, he always was like get your day job and then do your get art your and then it's then like that way it really is like let's it's like yeah we all want to do art all day but yeah, if we can't 
we have something to like fall back on, which is, I think like we can have those like healthy understandings that we're a part of empire. We are the ones bombing (laughs) countries, whether we like it or not, Uh, whether we like, but it is like, yeah, 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 for sure. The kind of like, yeah, everyone is like corrupted under like consumer. Well, but it's not our, like guy it's not our out fault, of so we don't have to feel yeah. bad about it. Fault. We can be aware of it and do what we can. Yeah, I mean, you can dwell on it for a little bit, but then you need mm-hmm. to move past it. I mean, I think it's always, I mean, I, th- this is kind of like a very, uh, you know, in some ways like past day kind of like approach, but like the, you know, original kind of like activist investigative journalist approach is to try to look at it objectively, like not from my personal experience or perspective or just how is this actually functioning? Like what is actually going on here? Um, that's like what I tried to do, but I don't know. I mean, we are of course influenced by our, by our past, but yeah, I mean, in, in terms of like having like a day job and then like making your art, it's like, you know, something like Kate says all the time is like, um, uh, wait, wait, sorry, hold on a second. I can like edit this to make it, uh, I feel like, yeah, Kate, Kate always says this like a, a Charles Bukowski um, quote of like talking about, um, you know, his output and like how he just like kept writing stuff. He was like working with a po- at, the, at the post office and just like had absolutely no, you know, success. He just like kept doing it. And he was like, you can write, you should be able to write in every single condition. Like, ever, like, like if you're like really doing it, it's like no matter what the situation is. You know, if there's like kids running around screaming, like whatever, like you should just, you know, do it. And that's kind of always been my um, approach. And maybe that's like my like gift or whatever is that I just like absolutely need to make stuff and just like I'll do it. So yeah, I mean, we were like living in my parents' basement and just like doing like really shitty like freelance jobs and just like yeah, it was like a pretty like rough time. But you know, we were still making music videos and still like doing stuff as if it was decommodified, like as if it was you know you know a fine art practice that we weren't trying to like you know make money from you know it's like always been something that's like happening at the same time um but yeah i mean i mean it's difficult it's like yeah and that's beautiful that you've uh been able to do it and especially with a a collaborator and a partner in that that's like the dream yeah yeah i mean i mean i mean kate and i it's like we um like every every everything that I do is kind of like a reflection of my conversations and like just like you know my 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 life with her. So it's like, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty uh, incredible. Kate Kate came out with a film last year, which is like kind of the first uh, short film. It's like um, uh, nineteen minutes, but it's about our friend Dwayne and his life as kind of like an outsider artist and like living in. Uh, Pawtucket, but it's kind of this kind of like surrealist kind of like auto fiction uh, oh, short yeah. film um, called called uh, "Ripping Off the Bandaid" by Kate Howe. It's on like the DNR website. Very sick. By it. the way, Kate, if you want to come Very on the Betaverse, way, uh, open invite. We can. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, Kate, Kate. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'll ask her, but she doesn't. Um, I don't. Yeah, you're the. Uh, you're more comfortable waiting know. in the swamps. That's <laughs> fine. I understand. Waiting. Well, like, so, so, like, I, I'm, like, addicted to podcasts, like, I just listen to so many podcasts, and Kate is addicted to music, so it's kind of, like, the two, you know, the two mm-hmm. paths, 
and she i mean she like listens to the podcast but like does not nearly have as much tolerance for like smoking right, right. stuff as me so well <laughs> if uh yeah it's an open uh, open door yeah. should anyone change their mind but <clears throat> yeah and uh you're a great podcast yeah. is this your first podcast have you you've been on others as well i've been on a couple i've been on um um i was on um uh jake leach or leach 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 as a podcast called um i always fuck this up uh it's um that dynamics of or on dynamics i think i think it's dynamics of um but yeah so i was a guest on there and that was a really cool one i did a lot i kind of explained the whole um uh show with uh, aaron moulton the influence machine um but aaron is also on contained podcast on josh's podcast i would re- uh, recommend listening to his appearance on josh's podcast um, but i kind of went into more kind of like my involvement with it and other ideas of astroturfing and stuff yeah i was on jake's podcast and then i did the new models podcast in um 2020 um oh no sorry it's like uh 2021 just like right after the capital riot um i did that podcast um yeah yeah. but yeah i mean i love podcasts and like i feel like i am a podcaster but i just can't have another line of production going in my life like i just like can't do it um so that's why i'd love to like be a guest on podcasts where it's like excruciating weight of running this uh <laughs> slick and polished no no i mean i mean i mean it's a lot like like to do like a like a you know a quality podcast even if it's like a vocal fry podcast <laughs> um it's still you know it's a lot and like i just think it's a really interesting form too like i think like the podcast is a different form that's like gone through evolutions into a point where now it's so different than what because like people used to think that like this yeah, american or life or like yeah, that kind of it's like that yeah serial like that is like when when you say podcast but now it's like the adam friedland show podcast it's mm-hmm. like something yeah. completely different and i, I, I love know. how it's yeah, like crazy to I, see I that that ran with shift. the talk show thing in a way i wanted to do but never had the the cloud or the steam there but i like what they're doing but that was the same in the 90s there was this like explosion of talk shows and the howard stern and all these Mm. but howard stern was almost reality tv before reality tv too so it's like it gets mired in complexity but yeah whatever's happening is people not everyone but a lot of us have like a bunch of podcasts that we listen to regularly I I myself find it hard to listen. Uh, keep up, <laughs> where but I listen to the Joe <laughs> Budden podcast to this day, and that unironically. Oh really? Oh, so you're like a real like well, no, hip hop no, like you're like you're like I'm real really like not. trenches. There is a guy I'm named really Trenches. Like, <laughs> he's out of trenches. Chicago. It comes into like what I need, Jack, like, is like ambient audio to like turn my thoughts off, and yeah, so the most commonly right, available right. free tier like slot bucket is hip-hop related it's usually hip-hop gossip and that's what i like that's where i can just like turn my brain off and be like, yeah what's going on with the ynw melly that's dope uh, trial i mean i used to be really into that 
really really into that um yeah into like hip-hop like rap music and uh yeah like yeah some of the first podcasts i really got into were around that like the um like ali shaheed muhammad one that was like an npr podcast like interviews um that one that one was good for for a bit and then like the uh the uh combat oh, yeah, jack yeah. he's one i so, hear they showed him out as an innovator but like i was never that into like, yeah yeah and, outside and, of, like the wu-tang clan like i know i mean i, know, I just have aut- autistically just have, researched a lot of stuff so i know a lot of i say like oh i don't know much about that and yeah. i like know more than <laughs> most people <laughs> Wait, so what what kind of rap music do you actually not, listen I, to? Not, to be honest with you, I mostly listen to like 2012 drum and bass, um, like TB. Oh, Matt okay, dropped. Fair. I think he'll come back. I was just about to be like, Matt, you've been quiet. What do you like want Matt, to talk about? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I no, it's about you. Him. You are the, you no, are the no, guest. You. And uh, we, not to spoil and, uh, it, but we have a Newfoundland uh, Titanic submarine episode coming up which i know sounds late but we're talking to a girl we're gonna go some somehow go deeper than all the wait 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 wait. you got a scoop i love how you talk about past and future productions of the podcast like Uh, maybe i'll jinx it i'll tell you after i'll tell you after off off record just in case that doesn't she's currently hospitalized not because they're trying to silence her but um anyways i had some animation questions what was your focus in school oh, yeah. like was it maya and those kind of things like was it already cgi animation or was it they show you the, the five um, elements no so the five school elements. the school i went to is um uh it was like very traditional animation background and then like they were in the process of like trying to update the program to have more digital stuff, but there was a lot of pushback from the professors. So it was pretty frustrating for a lot of students that were like, oh, I'm gonna get trained up in Maya, I'm gonna get trained up in, you know, uh like Flash or like After Effects and stuff, but there wasn't like a ton mm. of support for that, sadly. But I came in already knowing like the Adobe suite and then got more got like way deeper into um After Effects. Um, when I was in school, and so a lot of my work kind of took on a, you know, I was calling it a tradigital at the mm-hmm. time. Matt's back. Oh, sick. They're back. Matt's back. Was that internet, or you were furious yeah, so when that I, was going on? You were furious. With... <laughs> 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 we're sorry. The, yeah, it was very, very, very true. But, was... but yeah, true so digital. yeah, yeah, the animation. No, like Trud Digital. Uh, yeah, this is something Kate and I came up with to describe our our kind of like aesthetic at uh, Trillium or like our process where it's like traditional animation, like traditional kind of like filmmaking technique, um, like handmade filmmaking. Ooh, like cutting on to like with the digital. film and things like that or not? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I mean that like approach, I guess, but through... Um, like digital you like like using digital technology so a lot of it took the form of um under the camera like straight head animation we, um where you were like painting right. on a light box and then take a picture and then like paint more and do that like a, a, a bunch of times is like very difficult to do and is like really um this kind of like 
really like weird like fine art way to do it are there examples um, but then but then putting like visual effects portfolio? on it yeah yeah so if you go to yeah yeah if you go to um trillium.com it's like trllm.com hell yeah it's like yeah it's like trillium but without the vowels very like kind of like tech 2024 yeah. why did you um, yeah. but yeah i mean the concept behind the name is is it was like it would be because we were doing like music videos and like a lot of the stuff we do like is very collaborative um and so it would be like us working together with a musician so it was like this kind of three-part kind of collaboration was kind of somewhat genesis but then it just kind of like took on uh its own kind of like meaning um but yeah and then uh but yeah i mean at the same time i, I was also doing like fine art and kate was like doing other fine art explorations and then kind of directed this film but yeah so yeah a lot of it is um uh like traditional technique um specifically a stop motion kate did a, does did and does a lot of stop motion and um that was like really like passion for a kind of like play claymation um but in a way that's more uh like her approach is like it's like i mean i guess there's like some other people to do this but it the way she does it like the way that she does it is different because it's like under the camera so like instead of like a tabletop just like picture a camera pointing down and then the clay's underneath it but it looks like it's 3d you know like it's in perspective so there's this kind of this thing oh yeah so yeah, that's the that's the animation. Um but yeah, I don't know. I mean I love animation just kind of like whatever whenever I can like get back into that is like is is good. I've I haven't done it in so long though, but like, Yeah, yeah. Good. As I said it was uh yeah, yeah. I, I knew like, less less the, of it from your yeah. online persona and whatnot. And maybe I'm it's just hidden in the maybe thing. I'm but like were you ever posting like but, animation like, stuff? Were you ever posting trying like, that stuff? um yeah i mean we used to have this account like what we used to post pretty regularly on the trillium studio account and that was definitely like we were doing we would do like a like five music videos a year or something like that it was like a long time like we did like so many um it was a lot of fun um but that account got got oh. banned because it like went um there was like a notification where it's like oh set your age preference like how old are you and we're like oh we started this in uh 2012 oh. so we'll set it to be like <laughs> oh, nine no. years old and then it's just like it's like oh no 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 and then it just like deleted the whole account um which is okay it's like you know it was getting posted to tumblr at the same time so like there is a kind of archive of some of the stuff but um but yeah we just started a new account that's just it's actually better because it's just brilliant. It. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, and so right now it's just the one video we did for um Boys Noise, uh oh, Pussy Riot, yeah. and uh Alice no Alice Glass. That's fucking insane. No I remember I saw Boys Noise yeah. live one time. I remember, yeah, I it was a crazy time. one. That's sick. I mean Boys Noise is still fucking sick, but yeah, I mean so he's 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 like, you know, homies with uh Lil Internet and it was basically like julian just had all of these images that he had been working on just like just like wanted to make these like weird like you know 80s horror movie images and then like the video was like oh i guess we could use it for this video but i can't edit this and so then julian just like hit us up 
and we were like yeah i mean fuck it let's do it and then this like video came together but like there wasn't going to be like a video you know it just kind of like happened to come together like that and yeah kate kate and i edited that in four days we like started on monday and then it was posted on friday and it was like fucking yeah it was pretty crazy because we hadn't kind of worked like that in a while kind of getting back into it the graveyard shift death march edits are always fun i enjoy those yeah i mean it's like rare when it's like you know the thing about music videos is they're as difficult as as they're as difficult as bad as the (laughs) song is so like the better the song the easier it is and the song was like so weird and cool that like the video was was like really fun to work on it just like went really smoothly because the 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 song was just like so yeah you know (laughs) i mean i mean i mean the course of the song is 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 put it in a dick cage so many ideas yeah it's rich uh matt yeah it was a fun one uh, matt had this long list of uh questions planned that i bulldozed over no, I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrible? Do... Um, yeah, it's pretty muggy and gross up here. I don't know. Like, I just need to get more airflow, I think, in this room. But it should be cool, but not. Could be could be a lot cooler. I know well, the thing in Boston, so like the thing about Boston is that it will be like freezing one day and then like a million degrees the next day. It's like really unpredictable. And then like in this part of the summer, it gets like super muggy and it's like really humid. Yeah, definitely. Where, where are you located? Oh, sick. That's so dope. Yeah, I mean... Wait, so why do you have so many cats? Oh, that's sick. Okay. I wasn't sure if you had, like, a... If it was, like, a a kitten mill. You are doing, like, a kitten mill. Or if it was like a crazy cat lady situation where they just kind of take over. The toxoplasmosis. That's like, yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> well. But, that's wild. Shit, we got a banger on our hands, Jack. Yeah, we got a banger on <laughs> This is great, talking about other podcasts before and after than like the actual podcast you're on yeah. as it's. It's as it's like as it's wrapping it's up meta, doing a re- yeah. let's do a recap yeah. of this let's uh um, let's tell the kids yeah. at home other podcasts to listen to you to take food out of our mouth <laughs> who's good oh new yeah. models yeah they need good. your money oh, new models yeah they need not <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> shout out josh <laughs> Trino. yeah <Shout> out. <laughs> but yeah i mean if you if you are listening and are in the new models discord i mean you probably already like. We're probably yeah, already yeah. friends but but uh, if you can yeah check find jack so uh jack. say so, your handle uh, just because it's tricky oh yeah i mean i think if you just type in my name it probably will come up um but yeah my my handle is j a underscore a k 
underscore RTGR. So, yeah, I don't know. I said it like that a while ago. I was just like, all right, let's keep it. I don't know. But maybe I should change it. But yeah, the, <laughs> the handle actually started because, like, so, like, I changed my name to Jack in, um, in, in the eighth grade. Like, it was JCK, and then I just changed it um just because i was like oh i want to make it a little bit different i just like the way it sounded but then in school these uh my two friends were like clowning on me they're like oh wait maybe it's actually supposed to be pronounced the j act (laughs) and so that's where the handle came from was like i thought that was really funny so i i I hated that Oh. It's working, and yeah, yeah you have fresh it. workout with McDazzler yeah, on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's the uh, that's the Loretta Farenhold, um show. In uh, yeah, if you're listening, you're in Berlin. Definitely go check it out. It's at the spot called Fuentum, which is a building that the Nazis built to house the uh, the Luftwaffen uh, Air Force, like Air Force headquarters. And then after the war, the Allies used it. Or like the U.S. used it to house their air force. And that's where like they staged the the like Berlin airlift um, was organized out of that. And then after the war in the '90s, um, it kind of like became a film location. And then that's where *Inglorious Bastards* oh, wow. was, was filmed. So it's like Hitler's headquarters was filmed in this building. So it's this like really crazy history. And so the show is kind of like responding to that, um, the *Inglorious Bastards* bit, and then like kind of the German history in general. And yeah, Alicia McDade or McDazzler um, is the star of Trash the Musical uh, film, which is um, at Trash the Musical. If you want it right now. Um, oh, so yeah, she, yeah, it's a it's a wild. Oh, it's a, it's she's a wild different one. than Loretta. I thought that was Loretta's account. I thought that was so Loretta. I made a oopsie. Yeah. No, no, no. So Loretta doesn't have uh, online presence, and is there's like no pictures of her online either. She's like, um, just kind of like a fine artist that's like very like, like logged off. Um, so like the collaboration has been really great because I'm like massively <laughs> online, so I kind of like give her updates of like all the stuff that's happening, and then she has these like incredible uh, approach to making art that like kind of takes everything and like operationalizes it and kind of like brings it into crazy uh, contradiction. And so, like, everyone that looks at her art has, like, a completely different read on it and is, like, it's, like, very kind of uh, conflicting in this really kind of beautiful way. Um, So, yeah, Alicia McDade, McDazzler, is the star of the film, and Loretta took, um, you know, uh, Alicia filmed kind of, like, all this, like, uh, like, video diary stuff, just, like, tons and tons of material, and then Loretta sifted through like terabyte of like private videos as well as like some social media videos and like all this other stuff and made this film that's like about um alicia cleaning out her uncle's like hoarder house and like filming these like crazy videos kind of like while she's doing that it's really wild it's a great it's a it's a great film i want to do a, a oh, new york yeah. screening at some point so but yeah maybe we should do like a a, a, a yeah, yeah. screening um yeah yeah I have no no power in those halls, but that'd be sick. I can get down there for the New York one, or you can uh, send me a screener and come back on and talk about it. But it's uh yeah, totally. What's um? I mean, there's got to be some like you know uh, indie film oh, there's tons. Uh, theater theater houses yeah. in Montreal. 
for the the streets yeah. are probably yeah i know uh, a few people that yeah, put I on know, the techno uh, shows if you want to force me into that that dirty alcove of being a promoter that could be a new turn but we could have a newfoundland <laughs> one we, yeah yeah Matt, could we get a newfoundland film festival yeah. together yeah what's the scene like up there yeah because what do they got out there they got uh I always say Sappy Fest, but that's not Newfoundland. That's New Brunswick. Squid Fest. Squid Fest? That's sick. Isn't it the lobster? Aren't they catching all the lobsters soon, or that's all the time? (laughs) That's dope. Is there, like, a kind of... uh, Are there, like, uh, e-boys and e-girls that do like squid fest adjacent after parties yeah are there is there e-culture out there matt i guess like yeah yeah i guess like yeah it's actually the podcast is very popular in uh, newfoundland particularly among matt's co-workers shout out (laughs) shout out to the co-workers of matt Um, he's a good man (laughs) you've got the goth guy and the metal guy the The venn diagram is just yeah we can't see him but matt has a septum piercing so they are they're open-minded out there yeah oh sick First, the first and first and last so far. The legend. That's dope. What? What is like? Um, what's like the big like? What's like the drug of choice out there? Like, what's like the big like kind of crazy thing that people do? Alcohol. <laughs> Screech, they call it. I'm, I'm, ima- I'm imagining there's a whole kind of like bob splitting, uh, like weird, like Frank bob splitting gangs that just like go up in the mountains, <laughs> the mountains for like weeks. <laughs> there's not enough room out there. Oh no, actually, it's quite big, isn't it? No, oh, no, actually, it's quite big. You could fit Texas. <laughs> it is That's like sick. its own country. Yeah, let me let me pull it up on the goons yeah. here. See, this is yeah. You feel it'd be crazy. Matt usually Matt's usually our resident usually, uh, Jamie our to resident. use Joe Rogan terms. You weren't looking anything up this time, Matt. Is it a? Uh... <laughs> That's, oh yeah, it's later. later I like a low. But as I was explaining to Jack, but we're gonna do our it. exciting Titanic episode anyway. So, so did did the Titan <laughs> did the uh, did the Titan crew did they launch off of Newfoundland? That's the alleged. This That's source the we're alleged. trying to bring in used to uh, serve them. They were very good tippers, apparently. So Hello, sorry. We'll hopefully. Whoa. Hmm. Angry. Yeah. I need there's to only throw so many. At the wall real quick. 
yeah yeah you gotta yeah yeah do you ever work in the service industry on the way up no i never i never worked in the service industry um i did work retail for many years at the mall and i worked retail in high school uh, which stores ebay store Uh, and like radio shack i worked at this really janky ebay store i mean it was just for like a couple months but it was like really weird like the boss was like really weird they worked at radio shack which was like fine high school job and then like in college i worked at the mall at like a scale mm. like paper store so definitely like done uh you know uh service industry adjacent stuff like in like retail um but yeah a lot of my friends like a lot of my friends are musicians and you know work in the service industry and so i've always like had a uh interest or a like, connection there just like hanging out with them at their jobs and stuff um one one podcast i want to shout out on this podcast um is this podcast uh foh oh like front of house yeah i have some friends um, like that one yeah i mean they're great i was a oh, guest no on way. that podcast too um it was a really funny episode we like, played this game um i actually did uh i produced one of their early patreon episodes too it was like a lefty oh, yeah. quiz show um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so that's kind of I like, I like that podcast. But yeah, service industry I think is very interesting, and I think that people are like, I don't know. I think it's like, I mean, it's definitely like peak millennial culture. But um, yeah, yeah. And and there's like yeah. and there's like the bear now. I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but everyone is like, yeah. There's a the big bear. focus on. I th- yeah, I never did it. I worked as a mailman from a very young a- age. It's a funny story, but um. The re- you were like a male well, boy, like 18, which was young for a male man. But it was yeah, that is young. I mean, that's a really good job. Everyone, that's crazy. You I'm got from that Alberta, when so everyone was going and working on the rigs. It was an oil boom, so it was just uh, just us betas <laughs> left <laughs> you were like, running the mail. You were like the one guy who didn't want to like no, no. get can, get cancer um but all that shit crashed so everyone's all that in again um it was a good work as you know oh, working damn. with paper it dries your as fingers you know, out you get a lot of paper cuts yeah sure but, does what was the craziest letter that you stole oh i got i've gotten into this too much <laughs> in the past but yeah there was alleged okay no i can't for legal reasons i can't claim I all the mail i hid out in the woods but that's all for a theatrical effect because that's what i mean i heard that that's what happens with with the uh uh postal workers is like they just take half of their load and just like throw it in the trash (laughs) or something because they want to go to the box it's not that (laughs) it's um especially when you when you're not a mailman you're like yeah how could any lunatic ever do that but it's death by a thousand cuts so you're done for the day and you have one letter for the day and it's four hours ago on your watch. You're like, I'll deliver it tomorrow. And then you forget it. And then you have another piece. Yeah. And another. And another oh, fuck. Another. Yeah. And then you have a few of these ones that they're time sensitive. And somehow the server, the system missed it. But if you bring it, then it's a fireable offense that you didn't deliver it correctly. So then you have this, like, important mail. And... <laughs> you see where you see where it becomes like, like the game uh 
you just have this wad of mail that you're responsible for. This, yeah, this is exactly. albatross around yeah. your neck. Yeah. 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 Like the, uh, yeah. Ancient Mariner is a great reference. So, kids at home, check out FOH, new oh models, P U N C T R dot com, T R L L dot com. Wait, wait, wait. It's puncture.art. You heard the man. <laughs> and it also doesn't work unless you unless you type in the www. www. You expect the kids at home? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is part of my strategy is I make it yeah. difficult and, and kind of annoying to access all yeah. of my content and it's all in a million different places because then once you actually do access it, you have more there's more You're like addicted. buy-in on the, the part of the audience sets exactly like, ah, exactly i gotta i gotta read it all i gotta watch it yeah and that's uh that's why you're on yeah. here because of that power that bra the deal with the devil oh. known as jack Reed. yeah but uh thanks so much this was fun yeah 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 it was fun to it was fun to chat and um yeah let's catch up sometime when you're yeah, in, yeah. in the city are you, are i want to come down to austin to eat some lobsters yeah Probably. yeah come through yeah yeah we got yeah we got, got lobsters there should i fire up the app there <laughs> yeah yeah i'm on i'm on i'm on the I'm on couch right now yeah no, yeah, you yeah. and uh, all guests and listeners go to newfoundland exactly. whenever you want matt will set you up at the cat cafe and <laughs> sick all the cats welcome this is just my house. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yours are a higher. I think these are people that don't have cats. Higher, higher, uh, what's the word? Quality, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to open a cat cafe, like, kind of near my house, like, in the neighborhood. And before it could open, it got Firebomb, like canceled <laughs> on Instagram. No, I mean on no, it got, uh, can- right, <laughs> it got canceled one. on Facebook because um, someone posted a picture like, of like where they were keeping the cats cat. while they were like oh, no. building it, and there was like cages <laughs> in the basement, and people got so pissed, oh, so it dear. never opened. They it, it just got completely they killed. And the, the, the like woman who was like trying to make it had a complete <laughs> meltdown. Yeah, that people were still mad. What was her angle? What was this her good note to go out of? Was she like, whoa? <laughs> <laughs> Not good. She was just trying to open a cat cafe, but it's like, if you think about it, the cat cafe is like not super humane. If like you're I thinking about the welfare of the cat is like this yeah. like really or high standard mm-hmm. to hit or something or at least in the in the, the kind of runway up to it where you before you actually open you have to like yeah <laughs> 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 i don't know there was just like an unfair uh, like the picture I, I like looked bad i think there was other stuff like uh, they yeah. weren't um the yeah. model of like how she was doing it was like not great way to actually do cat adoption like, because it was like, right. oh, you would like adopt a cat too, but then like there was, was something like about that. it where people were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, usually it's through like yeah, a no kill shelter or something like that. It's more like a PR wing. No, but it sounds like she was a yeah. I I, I think cafe. that yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like not yeah, the business that. plan was like not really fully like thought out. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was I. 
so long ago now. I just remember seeing that picture and it's just like <laughs> maybe maybe she's ready to set the record straight. That might be our our next uh next guest that'll be on. Yeah, I mean if someone I mean I'm sure you could track it down some sort of like local media, but yeah, it's a deep incredibly deep yeah. dive. Um yeah, I, I actually got my cat uh growing up. We got we got George from a crazy cat lady house that was like really intense <laughs> you know traumatic experience because i like remember going to the house and there's just like there was like 20 cats like everywhere and they all looked identical and the house was like completely trashed and then we just like took one of them home for like a couple bucks nice you know it was like yeah and that yeah that cat was like a little a little uh twisted yeah sure. probably not as bad as sheltered dogs yeah, i grew up with sheltered dogs and they were very uh eccentric I just met this like purebred yeah. cat and it was quite delightful. It was, it came across as very stupid, but it was like very pleasant to be around. It didn't like, or, like scratch you, right? So, <laughs> Matt, uh, did, did yours just show up or they were from shelters or like? Yeah. I've never met a cat that was too mean. Never met besides a cat. calico cats. Those calico guys, cat. they're always girls, apparently. Oh shit! They're always mean. You can bet on it. Okay. <laughs> that kind of um, I've definitely had. I've like my um my roommate one year in uh in school. She had a cat that was like so annoying. It was the first because like i love cats but this was the first cat where i like did not get along and like did not like this cat because it would just like we would just be like sitting like eating dinner just like chilling or something and it would just come and like sit on your shoulder and then just like breathe and like kind of like smell into your nose in, into your ear and it was like obsessed with doing this and it was like so gross and it was just so no it was not like this cat was like really really gross like smelled so bad oh a stinky cat not this one that's less than optimal yeah yeah exactly like spray it with febreze or something anyways yeah i've never i've never claimed to have (laughs) all the answers just just when it comes to internet politics that's all i know the the answers but we'll stop that here We'll Stick around, right Jack, here. but thanks for coming on to the Betaverse. 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 Thank you.